Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast, weekly podcast during term time to help you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Make this podcast uh, primarily for those of us who are, are working with children and young people in the local church and in uh, our local communities. There are loads of great podcasts out there to help us with the skills of being a good, competent youth leader uh, and to give us tips and tricks for connecting with young people in our parishes and our communities. But what this podcast seeks to do is to help us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, to, to make sure that we as youth leaders are spiritually healthy uh, and that we can it's so easy isn't it for us to get so all consumed with with serving our churches and serving the young people that we work with and reaching out which is all fantastic but sometimes it comes at a cost and that cost is our own spiritual walk with Jesus and so this podcast aims to address that and say let's just make sure in all the busyness we keep our eyes firmly fixed on him and so I keep the episodes purposely short to about nine or ten minutes uh, and the idea is listen to it once a week uh, and use it to inspire your walk with Jesus this week ahead so maybe in your prayer times in your quiet times you can just reflect a bit more on perhaps the message that I'm sharing and this week I want to talk to us about the Ten Commandments. Now I can hear a lot of people go, oh no, here we go. It's the rules. Well, it's, it is and it isn't, isn't it? But it comes from a conversation I had recently with a teenage lad in our church who uh, was telling me about how uh, proud he was of his revision timetable that he'd created ahead of his GCSEs uh, and uh, how many hours a day he was going to revise during the Easter break. And uh, I flippantly asked if he'd spent a lot of time colouring it in because that's the kind of thing I would have done when I was at school. Uh, and he looked at me a bit puzzled, but I think he I think he got it. But anyway, I noticed that he was... Uh, planning to revise every single day of the week. So I said, well, where does your Sabbath fit in? And he looked at me and just laughed and went, well, I'm not working the whole of Sunday. Uh, and as if that was justification. And I suddenly thought, oh, wow, we've, we've let go. We've let go of the, the idea of the Sabbath. And perhaps it's obvious to most of us that too many of Christians do not take the Sabbath seriously. But then I'm also aware that I've increasingly hearing young people in our youth group who would just gently blaspheme if it's possible to gently blaspheme and and it's 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 become hasn't it that to to use god's word god's name uh, as a in, in in a kind of swear swearing capacity is is better than using the 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 f word or whatever you know expletive that we'd be really offended by and of course in society uh, well I'm not totally sure anymore that people are that offended by what what we would be offended by but also they still would say uh, a, a use of uh, a god's name as a swear word is not as bad as an expletive and yet for me as a Christian I'm like oh it hurts it offends every time but I noticed uh talking with other leaders that it doesn't seem to be such an issue so much that it's not even always pointed out and I suddenly thought are we just starting to let go of the Ten Commandments as our kind of our, our framework 
for what living should be like. And of course, Jesus said the most important commandment was to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And yet I think that builds on the Ten Commandments. It doesn't replace. Because all the Ten Commandments are about is loving the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. But if we start to water them down, we start to stop loving God with everything we have. We just love him a bit. He's part of our life, but he's not the main thing. He's he's just a, 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 a player in the in the life that revolves around me as the central character and i fear for our young people this is what we're starting to allow them to grow up believing uh, because i was reading the 10 commandments just this morning and just thinking wow we we are really not taking many of these if any of them that seriously with our young people or as christians in our churches so it starts with you shall have no other gods before me and I'm like, well, we have the we have the God of the iPhone. You know, it's like there are other gods that we place before God. What do we choose to do rather than spend time with God? Uh, there, there are plenty of things. Our social media platforms are things we cannot live without. Talking to God in a day, too many of us do live without. So that's the first commandment. The second one, you shall not make any make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them and worship them. And that we're making images all the time that, that, that are far more interactive, att attractive. I was watching the news recently about gambling sites that they are purposefully trying to make the games that they offer addictive and they're taking research into how to make things addictive because we're trying they're trying to grab hold of us that we cannot let go and, and so we are making ourselves for ourselves things that will take hold of our hearts take hold of our minds rather than being fixed on Jesus do not misuse the name of the Lord your God uh, and this is something that we've let go of it seems to be okay for people to take Jesus' name in vain. Uh, and we don't even, as Christians, comment. And we've got to just say, no, let's, let's, let's love him with all we've got. And that means including being careful with the language we use. It's almost like I'd rather my children swore than, than use Jesus as a swear word. Of course, I don't want them going around swearing, but I don't want them going around uh, blaspheming either. It doesn't uh, honour the Lord that we worship. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And it's interesting in Exodus 20 that most of most of the commands just take up a sentence and a line, whereas the Sabbath takes up five lines. It's like, we really don't get it. You don't get it. Let me really explain. Taking a day of rest is essential. It's essential for our health. It's essential for our relationships. It's essential to recalibrate ourselves and to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. And yet how easy it is to go, oh, well, I don't really have a Sabbath. I go to church and that's enough. Or um, it's, a, it's a quieter day, but I get a bit of work done and I get the washing done and I, whatever it is. And we're, we're modelling to our young people that it's not important anymore. Honour your father and your mother is the fifth commandment 
And yet I feel like we've reversed this. Parents now honour their children. It's all about their children, not about uh, children honouring their parents. Talk to most teenagers about their parents and they don't really like them or they think they're a bit stupid or a bit out of touch or out of date. And now a lot of those things could be true, but we still need to honour and respect them. But do we teach about, well, what does that look like? Because the world certainly doesn't. The world tells you, get far away from your parents because they don't understand you. They're trying to control you and they probably haven't got the best for you. We need to change. We get, you shall not murder. Well, hopefully none of us have done that and none of our young people have. But it's also about the fighting and the bullying and the behaviour and the, um, the, 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 the one-upmanship that goes on in our playgrounds. Are we talking about what this really could look like in reality? Because Jesus comes and he makes it far more uh, uh, manageable for us to, and puts it into a local context. Like when he says, you should not commit adultery. He says, even if you look at another woman lustfully, you have committed adultery in your heart. And yet, of course, the porn industry is massive amongst uh, young people uh, and the statistics are frightening. And yet, so they're breaking this this commandment of adultery so, so often, and yet we're not really challenging it. We know it goes on, but what are we doing to help them engage with their God as their, as their Lord and Saviour, you shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbour. You shall not cover your neighbour's house. Each of these things gently are being chipped away. Uh, and, and we, as youth leaders, have got to say, no, come on, let's, let's lift our expectations up. Let's have a higher hope for how we might live our lives. Not just going, well, that's just the generation it is and that's just what happens. And as long as they're not hurting anyone too much or as long as they're not hurting themselves, they're okay. And yet Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength. And it builds on these commandments. So my challenge to us this week is firstly, Reflect for yourself how how far have you started to drift away from God's best for your life? Because that's what the Ten Commandments are. And then how can we help engage young people with them? Not to run them down, not to make them feel guilty and full of shame, but actually to realise where there is a better way to live and a higher calling on our lives to be fully uh, devoted to Jesus. And let's pray for the Spirit to convict us, to transform us as he forgives us of our sins and the things we get wrong. Have a great week. Let me know how you get on. If you find these podcasts really useful, I'd love you to subscribe. And if you're watching on YouTube, click the thumbs up uh, would be fantastic. And I'll see you next week.